If you've watched a movie or Netflix drama recently, the chances are some bad stuff happened to the main character. That's because stories where nothing bad happens, well, they're not really stories, are they? In this episode, we explore how to incorporate struggle into your story, but doing it in such a way that it strengthens your brand and creates opportunities for you. My name is Andrew Thorpe. Welcome to Leaning Forward. I want to start by recommending the work of Bryce McNabb. He's a three-time Emmy Award-winning filmmaker, and he's got some fabulous material on YouTube on the topic of brand storytelling, and I'll put a link in the episode notes. In one video, he explains that um, life events can be fitted into three different categories. Um, I think he attributes this model to uh, the Canadian academic uh, Jordan Peterson. Um, And those three categories are negative, neutral and positive. Now, when it comes to telling stories, one of these three works a lot better than the others, and that's the negative stuff. Now, let me explain what I mean by this. The negative things, um, we call it life's ups and downs for a reason. These are problems, um, unexpected things that create obstacles for us, things we've got to overcome. Um, Anything from, um, you know, misplacing our car keys to a serious illness. Positive things are, you know, the the things that move us forward in life. Um, A job offer, a pay rise, a compliment a new car or a, or a holiday. And then you have neutral things. That's the everyday stuff. Um, you know, the alarm went off. I woke up, um, rubbed my eyes, yawned, got out of bed, went to the bathroom, down to the kitchen, boiled the kettle. It's a series of events, but it's just the mundane stuff uh, that neither causes us problems nor it makes us happy. It's regular humdrum existence. And when it comes to stories, neutral things are just boring to listen to. You know, we think, well, so what? Why do I need to know this? There's no relevance or interest for the audience. Positive stuff is all very well, but it can make us, the audience, feel bad, feel um, inadequate or underachieving. We might contrast what we're hearing with what our own lives are like, And it makes us feel worse. And not only that, it may well make us resent the storyteller. When successful speakers take to the stage, if they tell us a life story that's a series of positive experiences, you know, one good thing after another, they're going to come across as silver spooners. And we're not going to warm to them very much. No, what we want to hear from people is a bit of struggle. In fact, quite a lot of struggle. And an insight into how they got through those times and came out the other end. Jordan Peterson describes this as um, cheap wisdom. It's a great phrase. And we, we can learn from their mistakes without having to make them ourselves. This is what makes stories interesting. And I want to explore how you can do this 
when you're telling your story. But before I do that, let's consider the resistance that you sometimes get to this idea. Um, you know, isn't, isn't all that problem stuff a bit negative? It's actually a very understandable concern, especially when you're um, developing your brand and you want people to think positively about it. Um, in a typical case study, you might get um, a negative in the form of a customer or a client need. You know, the, the obstacle they faced um, which required you to weave your magic to fix it for them. And websites usually feature um, a shortened and probably sanitised version of events where things went smoothly from start to finish and, you know, the outcome was a happy ending for all. But invariably, the reality was different. It didn't actually happen that way. There were a series of ups and downs, which eventually led to a positive outcome. And that's actually a much more interesting story to hear. After all, you don't want your job to sound too easy. Otherwise, people won't value the skill and the experience that you bring to your work. So let's take a look at how to talk about struggle in a way that actually sounds positive. And I'm going to do this through six examples. And the first of these is your, um, you might call it your company origin story. You know, how your company came into being, maybe against the odds. Perhaps it was um, designed to disrupt the industry. Um, and of course, you met resistance because you're a threat to the status quo. Check out the story of the Bank of Dave. I don't know whether you've come across this on it's actually a Netflix movie and it's the story of um, a wealthy businessman in Burnley in the north of England who decided to create his own bank, uh, just a small one to provide loans to um, you know needy people in the local community. It's a classic uh, David and Goliath story. It's um, a heroic struggle against the odds, uh, but working in the interests of the consumer. But whatever the details of your company story, if you can show that it was all a bit of a struggle and with many a twist and turn and plenty of adaptation along the way, we actually admire your courage and your tenacity and your openness. Bryce McNabb describes this process as letting the audience into your inner circle so they feel confided in. It's a form of vulnerability, I guess, on your part. We're going to take a quick break now to hear from an actor, writer, coach and fellow podcaster, Jackie Goddard. Her show is called Power to Speak, and she interviews a range of wonderful people, each of whom has a fascinating and inspiring story to tell. Here's just a taste of what you can expect. My creativity at its best it's a real exploring, it's a surprising journey. I think creativity is just... The, the antidote to insanity and its productive originality. Surprising answers, inspiring stories, motivational, educational, inspirational. Wise words with Power to Speak the Podcast. Find us on your favourite podcast platform or watch on YouTube at Power to Speak the Podcast with me, Jackie Goddard. Thank you, Jackie. And now back to our theme. And secondly, you've got the story of the customer's struggle. 
you know, where they encountered a problem, some kind of obstacle that made them unhappy or somehow inhibited them achieving their goal. Maybe they've tried a few solutions and nothing's worked. And then one day. So if you enter the story at this point as the answer to their problems, you're you're building up to a happy resolution and a valuable case study. But as I said before, don't make it sound too easy. Maybe that customer was ultra fussy or, you know, wanted something really unusual or they had to be convinced that the solution they had in mind was not, in fact, the way to go. And the third example is product innovation. I remember my nephew telling me a few years ago about the engineers in their car manufacturing plant, because at the time he worked um, in a communications role for a major global brand. And apparently they were trying to invent some um, self-cleaning headlights. And it took them several goes to get it right. And the engineers were actually embarrassed about this. But my nephew saw this as a positive. He, He trained initially as a journalist And he wrote up the story as an illustration of the company's brand values actually being lived out, you know, creative, dedicated, customer focused. It's a bit like Edison with his light bulb. Um, we, We want to know that a lot of effort and investment has gone into the product that's in front of us. It means that we can benefit from all of the failures that have gone before. The fourth example is the um, the unexpected event. Now, it's possible that your business was at some point affected by an occurrence that was beyond your control. Um, Anything from an illness or bad weather to a cyber attack or an earthquake or a pandemic. Now, they say that our true character is revealed at times of crisis. So the story of how you pull together as a company how you um, changed your business model or somehow survived the storm and and ideally emerged stronger as a result. Now, that's a powerful story to tell. And by the way, you've got to be more careful if the problem you encountered was actually of your own making. If the pain you endured was was self-inflicted, that can work on an individual level when you're humbly recognising the mistakes that you've made And now you're a bigger, better, stronger person. But if you're a financial institution, let's say, you might be wary about drawing attention to the investment decisions that you made in the noughties that contributed to the banking crisis of 2008. The fifth example is your own struggle in your own professional journey. So maybe you've grown up in difficult circumstances experienced um, racial prejudice or coped with a a physical or a mental illness and had a speech impediment that you had to overcome or a, a crippling lack of confidence. There are some amazing people um, that I've come across, many of them on LinkedIn, who openly share their struggle story. And I had the privilege um, many years ago of, of interviewing Richard McCann, um, Richard's mother, Wilma, was the first victim of the Yorkshire Ripper. And this was something that happened in 1975. I think Richard was just five years old at that time. 
and how on earth you come to terms with something like that, heaven only knows. But Richard has grown into the most wonderful speaker um, and speaking coach. And I heartily recommend his work to you. I'll put a link in the episode notes uh, to Richard's website. And incidentally, there's also a struggle story that you can tell where where you admit that it's finally got the better of you. Think of Jacinda Ardern, um, who decided to resign as Prime Minister of New Zealand because of the weight of the office and the impact that it had on her and her family. But I suppose in a way it's still a victory for her if she feels that she um, did some good and ended up happier in her new life. The last example I'm going to use is the job interview. Let's say that you're going for a relatively senior position and you're asked that classic interview question, tell us about a weakness you have. Again, you've got a great opportunity here to tell a struggle story. And at this point in your career, you've probably got a decent track record. But it's interesting to know what shortcomings you've uh, come to recognise in yourself and what you've done to mitigate them. It might be that you're great at coming up with marketing ideas, but when it comes to writing advertising copy, you've realised that you're out of your depth. It's not your thing. So in the past, you've always partnered with people who are really good at this, and it's always proved to be a successful arrangement. Or maybe the enthusiasm you have for the ideas that you're promoting is both a strength and a weakness. You often win people over with your passion and your energy, but you've learned to tone it down so that you don't oversell. You've trained a little voice in your head to say, enough, time to shut up. If you can admit to having a weakness, it shows a degree of self-awareness, of wisdom and honesty. And if you've developed a way of managing it, and you've got some track record of success behind you, it can really play to your advantage. So let me conclude by, by saying one thing, and that is that struggle, struggle lies at the very heart of what makes us human. We are built to overcome hurdles. Struggle shows us as authentic. You're letting people into your inner circle of trust. Um, and it can show you as deserving of respect and admiration. There's a, there's a saying that we want good things to happen to those who deserve it. So if the story we tell shows us um, as being on some kind of worthy mission, with obstacles being put in our way... Um, and we're making an heroic effort to overcome those challenges, then struggle becomes a major asset in our communication. So I do hope this episode gives you some ideas about where the struggle lies in your story and how to tell that story. But please drop me a line if you want um, you know, some help to personalise this to you. And do check out my fellow podcaster, Jackie Goddard um, and her show Power to Speak. Um, you can find it wherever you listen to your podcasts um, or on YouTube at Power to Speak, the podcast. So that's all for now from Leaning Forward. Um, I do hope you've enjoyed this episode 
Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, until the next time. <laughs>